Hello everyone and welcome to Club Reaction to Rangers 4, Celtic 1. Uh, five old form games this season, Rangers have won four and drawn one. And it is my pleasure that I get to sit here and talk to you all about Rangers putting the last dance brigade uh, firmly back under their rocks and bask in the glory of a magnificent old form win for the Kings of Scotland. Can you see us now? I am your host Scott Carney and joining me is a rather happy Ali Pearson. How's it going mate? Not too bad. That was a bit of a change in emotion compared to last week after the St Johnston game. That was a perfect one. As you know, we were all out on Friday, so that was the first day back of proper drinking for me in eight months, and it took its toll on me, which is yesterday when I couldn't drink. So I was going to maybe drink afterwards yesterday, but I know I stayed in check yesterday. But um, no, brilliant, brilliant day. Brilliant day, mate. Um, yesterday, drinking or not, as I say, I, I did. I had a, a few yesterday. And uh, I don't think we could really have dreamt it to be much better. Look, um, before we get into how good Rangers were yesterday, <clears throat> there is no getting away that Rangers and the Cups haven't been good enough. And uh, obviously, as football fans, we always have short memories and whatever else. But to, to again, mate, like you said in the last pod, if you'd have offered me at the start of the season that you will play Celtic five times, you'll only draw them once, you'll beat them every other time, and you'll end up 23 points clear at the top of the league table. You'll win 55, but you won't win any Cups. I would have bit your hand off for it and said you're in dreamland. Yeah, and I think a lot of people also forget is we did really well in Europe this year as well. Unbeat, yeah. Unbeaten in a group stage as well with good teams, which a lot of people kind of forget about. They focus on those Cups and... It's disappointing to win in the Cups this season. We, sh- we should be sitting with a treble this year. But the main focus was to get that league title. It's there. The way we've just went about our business yesterday just cemented that Glasgow is blue. We are the premier club in Scotland that we've said before. And, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm buzzing for the 15th for the party to see the trophy. I'm buzzing to see Tav lift that trophy. We Alfie as well as cheeky wee face. I can't wait to see that. And... Aye, I'm busting just to go into the summer. I mean, we'll have all our 55 parties. We'll no doubt have a pod night out, day out with the lads and the group chat and that. So, no, it's it's, it's all looking rosy for the summer. It really is, mate. It's shaping up to be a, a summer to remember. And I'm the same, mate. Um, obviously, we're recording this on Monday, and right now it is like the middle of winter outside. But, I mean, if we get anything, even kind of the day it was yesterday, um, there will be a hell of a few garden parties, I'm sure of that. And I can't wait now for for the 15th of May for us to, to get our hands on what is rightfully ours. Um, I think the best thing um, really about yesterday in terms of the way the game went is they've ran out of excuses now. So the, the man that um, they, they put on not one in ten in a row, uh, James Forrest, he played. Uh, he did maybe one thing of note yesterday. Apart from that, he did nothing else. It was Scott Brown's last dance and he didn't even bother turning up, to be honest. You might as well not have been there. And obviously now they're trying to blame the the booking um, or the two bookings of McGregor. Uh, both of them are bookings. I don't know. I don't even understand why it's even happened a conversation. But it's it's the same old Celtic mate. They're always the victims. Um, but I don't think there's any doubt that Rangers. I honestly believe it, mate. Ten men or not with Celtic yesterday, there is no way Celtic were putting a hand on us yesterday. I think Rangers were going to win that game no matter what. Yeah, I mean, looking at Celtic team, I know we've had a wee laugh about James Forrest and a lot of them said that's how they've not won 10 in a row because of James Forrest, who's done nothing in most old firms. He missed an absolute sitter yesterday at one point. He had one good ball into the box to 
the the best midfielder in Scotland, David Turnbull, and he couldn't put that away. But um, that was their best team, Celtic, apart from maybe the boy Welsh at centre-back, where they would maybe have Julian in there. He's a bomb scare. You need to remember, I mean, Rangers yesterday, and it doesn't really, folk don't really talk about it. We're missing Hollander. We're missing Balogun. We're missing Ryan Jack. We're missing Arfield. So we were missing quite a lot of players in... Yeah, I I still don't think Rangers hit top gear yesterday. I I said the last few games we've been playing second gear. Yesterday was probably the best we've played, and we've probably pushed it up to third gear. So I think there's still another couple of gears to go up this Rangers team. I would agree with that, mate. I I don't think Rangers really did. I think the way Rangers controlled the game yesterday was brilliant, and I think the best thing about it, mate, is we're not talking about. Oh, we don't have Ryan Jack. Oh, we don't have Arthur. We don't have Lander. Don't have Balogun. Patterson, even how good he's been. He's obviously with the COVID ban. Rangers don't. We're not needing to talk about that because of the, the way the, the kind of squad is just now. And look, we are getting towards the end of the season. Injuries are cropping up. The, the squad's getting a wee bit thin. Uh, but for Rangers to turn up yesterday the way they did after the absolute shocking performance that was um, against St Johnson last Sunday. We couldn't have asked for any more. I mean, I, I remember you were saying to me, "Oh, I've not got a great feeling about the day," as you always bloody do. But you're a nightmare. And but I, I said, I was like, I don't expect it to be a, a kind of great game or anything really to remember. And I was thinking a draw probably will be one each. Maybe I did expect Celtic to score, but for Rangers to do what they did yesterday and humiliate them and embarrass them, and uh, they are embarrassed and they are hurting, and so they should be. Um, I've said that a million times, mate. Rangers are back and there is nothing they can do about it and they're shiting themselves because they don't have a gaffer. Half of the players that are there don't want to be there. I think it's blatantly obvious that they don't want to be there. Whereas we're only going to get stronger. I don't see how we get weaker. Um, we might lose a few players in terms of how much money's going to get or needs to... We need to sell players, I suppose, with the business models that we run on. Um, and I guess it all depends uh, who's actually going to go, but I still see adding quality um, and I say the best thing to happen from to me today anyway <clears throat> was uh, I've got a, a good pal in work uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't name them because I, I, I wouldn't do that but the first message I got from them today was Scott why are Rangers ruining my life <laughs> and I was like this is perfect the tide has finally turned me and uh, Glasgow is um, is rightly blue uh, but we'll jump into the game Ali we'll, we'll, we won't do our usual kind of breakdown as you say because it is the day after Um we just decided to do it the day after just to kind of enjoy our day. Um, so the starting 11 um, was, as we all expected, maybe apart from uh, Kamar, Roof, McGregor, Tav, Goldson, Simpson, Barisic, Davis, Kamara, Aribo, Kent, Roof and Morelos. Now, <clears throat> we spoke about it, Ali, in, uh, on the, the Club Deck Corner on Thursday that we would both start Scott Wright. Now, I think we were quite justified in our decision to say that because of the way Kamar Roof has been playing, but my God, he put us in a place yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I, I, most Rangers fans would have started Scotty yesterday. I mean, if you looked at social media, when the team was announced, I know there was a social media blackout. That's why Rangers didn't put the team out. I think David Edgar put out heart and hand, so he was there. But um, yeah, when it came out, I, a lot of people were going, I'd play right, I'd play right. And I would have played right as well. Kamar Roof um, has been not slaughtered, but he's um, he's not been up to the last few weeks. He had a purple patch at Christmas where he was really, really good, and we thought, oh, we've got a good player on us here. He got injured, and he's come back, and 
puffed and puffed and not really done anything the last few games. And he's had criticism, and deservedly so, to be honest. He's not been up to it. But yesterday, he, I mean, I've said Joe Aribo arrived in the old firm in the Scottish Cup. He arrived at the party. Kamar Roof arrived to the party as well. And what a performance from him. It, he was he was everywhere. I, the, that front three of Kent, Morelos, Roof this season is... It's worked and not worked at times. I think we've played it against Celtic. I think it was a New Year game. But to be fair, the whole team really wasn't on it that first half. And it didn't work there. And No, it's, we would have played right. But <laughs> that's obviously what we're not. My football manager, like Stephen Gerrard. And he obviously sees what we're not seeing. And yeah, we'll obviously come on to Kamar Roof later on. But he, yeah, absolutely brilliant from Roof yesterday. He was, he was the player that we've seen at Christmas time. Yeah, I think he was, mate. I think his movement, his touches, everything about Ruth yesterday was 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 brilliant, and it's what we expect from him. Um, and I, you're, you're right, mate. What the fuck do we know about football? <laughs> so, like, I, no wonder he picked Ruth. But as I say, we'll, we'll go through the game, mate. Um, obviously, the, the game started off. Celtic were quite bright actually at the start. Um, they kind of targeted down the right hand side, uh, got in a few times. Nothing really major, but there was warning signs there. But Really, from then, Rangers really took control of the game. Um, the first chance was for Morelos. Tav had definitely found his, his crossing boots for the game, uh, no doubt about it. Put in a wonder cross to Morelos at the back post. It was maybe put off by, I think it was Kenny. But he should really be scoring here. I'm not going to be too harsh on him here, uh, just because the Buffalo certainly makes up for it. Um, then, become, then comes on to... Uh, Carl McGregor's first booking. Um, I'm only mentioning that obviously because he's been sent off, but he has booked, and he's rightly so. He's booked Kent, who, by the way, he owns. Ryan Kent owns every single Celtic player. His pockets were full to the brim when he left that pitch just because every single one of them was in his pocket. They are terrified of him. Like every time he got the ball, you could see them trying to, trying to stop him, trying to bring him down, trying to do anything they could, and you can, you can see the terror in him, and he knows that. They're terrified of him, and it, he just flourishes in games like this. Ryan Kent, again, I can't, I can't praise Ryan Kent any more than what he does. But against Celtic, he is, he's truly fantastic, and he, he loves to play Celtic. Um, and after a kind of slow start, um, Ryan Kent was the one who especially decided that he's now going to give them even kind of more nightmares. Um, I'm showing you Shea, uh, and I'm 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 pretty sure that I've seen a picture from about 5 p.m. last night at Ibrooks, and I think Scott Brown's still walking about that park looking for Ryan Kent. I <laughs> <laughs> mean, on, on, on the McGregor first booking, I said to you off the air on this, there was a he had a couple of wee nibbles and Rangers players just before he was booked. I thought it was a booking anyway because Ryan Kent nutmegs him and he's away with the ball, so that to me that was a booking. Jack Simpson obviously got a booking for. Nothing. Nothing, pretty much. It was a foul. That was it. It was on a halfway line. I had a bit of fear when he got a booking straight away. I thought, oh, no, it's a bit dodgy for him, first old firm on a booking. But, no, in terms of Ryan Kent, he, he hates the bastards. He's bought, <laughs> he bought, he, but he's bought into the Rangers. He hates them as much as we hate them. He thrives in these games. And he must be a nightmare because he's not a an old-fashioned winger that just sticks in the bile and just goes up and down. He floats across that whole front line and you don't know where he is half the time. And that, that's why they stand off him half the time because you couldn't man-mark him. And Scott Brown couldn't man-mark him because he's everywhere. 
And it's his turn of pace, and it's, it's I mean, what that trick he did against what was it, the boy Taylor? Oh, God. Unbelievable. Justifies <laughs> <laughs> physics what he done oh, when he done it. I've it watched it, mate. A guy put, I think a guy put it up on Twitter, and he'd slowed it down, and I'm like, How's he even done that? And I mean, that Taylor, he's not even, he's living nightmares. He's still sitting shaking, yeah. thinking about Ryan Kent yesterday. Uh, he was just so good. Uh, and, and every, and because they are so scared of him, it makes him play even better, I think. And some of his touches and his turns. And I mean, he went past Scott Brown about five times yesterday as if Scott Brown wasn't even there. Do you know what I mean? You can see that he's well and truly checked out. He can't, he can't cope with the pace anymore. And, I mean, we've got Ryan Kent, but we've also got somebody like Steve Davis in the middle of the park, who again completely controlled that game and just shows the difference in class between uh, uh, the two kind of two midfields, midfields. But from one McGregor to another, it sounds a bit familiar to another old form game we've had actually. Um, Alan McGregor's save from Elianusi's shot. I thought this was in. See, as soon as I hit it, I went, oh, fuck, it's going to be close. You know, one of the moments that you have. And then it smacks the bar, and then immediately you see the replay after it. And you see Alan McGregor gets fingertips to it. I, genuinely, mate, running out. We can't praise Alan McGregor anymore. What a difference he's made, and he deserves he deserves this league more than more than most in that team. Ah, he's he's world class, McGregor. I don't know how many times I've talked about him making these, and he always makes one big save in these these ties, which usually changes the the face of the tie. But I just. That Elianusi, you know he's going to shoot. We backed off him too much. He had a shot like that. I think it was a New Year game when it just landed on top of the net. Same thing. Because it came out of kind of nowhere and it hit the bar and I went, oh, Christ. I yeah. thought, we were un- unlucky. We were lucky there, I mean, sorry. But when you look back on it, McGregor gets a touch to it. I mean, it's what a save it is. And, aye. I mean, you look at look at their goalkeeper, Scott Bain. I mean... I don't think you can class him as a goalkeeper, though. Let's be uh, honest. That's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we've we've got a world class goalkeeper in Alan McGregor, and they've got Scott Bain, bloody Barney the dinosaur, Barkus, whatever his name is, and who's the other one they had? I forgot even what his name was. The other one they tried out, it's a Hazard. Hazard, that was it. As I so, yeah, it's. I, I don't know what else to say about McGregor and McCoy gets asked in the comments all the time. Ozzy Bell and Gorham and all this all the time. They're completely different goalkeepers to me, different generations as well, but. He's he's a he is a legend at Rangers McGregor now definitely. Oh, one hundred percent a legend, mate. And yeah, arguably, mate, we probably wouldn't be where we are this season without him. But again, I don't think that's a criticism. It's a, it's praise that he should be getting for still performing to such a high level. I mean, he is Scotland's best goalkeeper by an absolute mile. There's nobody anywhere near him. And he's probably in a conversation for being one of the best in Britain just now, just based on his stats. I know it's different leagues and whatever else, but for a man of his age still to show up in uh, games like this, and this is the game, this is why Al McGregor's still playing football, it's to play in old firms, it's what he's all about. And yeah, I mean, it's just an, it's an outstanding save, it really is. And it sparked Rangers, I think. I think it really, th- that save forced Rangers, well, didn't force Rangers, but gave us a slight wake-up call. And then we, we, we go up the park and, and we take the lead. Um, Kent runs past Scott Brown like he isn't really there the ball falls to the edge of the box where Kamara gets it before McGregor who goes in off his feet takes Kamara out but fair play to the referee he plays the advantage Aribo cuts it back to Kent he scuffs the shot but the awareness here and the skill of Kamara Roof 
to turn the ball in with his chest um, gives us the lead. And at the same time, McGregor is sent off. Rangers won Celtic now, Ali. And uh, this is why Kamar Roof plays, because he's so intelligent when it comes to football. I know we can criticise his performance and his effort and whether he looks like he can be arsed or not or for trying too hard or whatever, for whatever else. But this wee moment like this, is he, knew, he knows exactly what he's doing here. Yeah, he's a, like he says, he's a very clever player. A lot of strikers wouldn't even think about that. To, to use that part of your, your chest, basically, to put it in. And, I mean, what McGregor's doing is beyond me. I mean, if you flipped it and that was that was Rangers' player that did that and, and McGregor, I, I'd be raging at him. If, I, if, if you were a Celtic fan, you'd be... He was their captain. Was he their captain? Vice, is he a vice-captain, I think, McGregor? But, Thank you. Yeah, but he's 27, I think, now, Cal McGregor. He's done nothing this season, but... I thought it was daft of him. Stupid, to be honest. And Celtic fans must be absolutely raging with him. He was chasing shadows before the game anyway. Probably went off the park, to be honest. But, um, I mean, Kamara, that just that kind of shows the difference between the midfields. We are quicker, stronger, fitter. Kamara got to that ball before him, wanted it more than him. Takes him out. Fair play to the referee. We criticised him on the yellow for Simpson, which is bang on. But he did well with this one. And I've... <laughs> For Ruth to, to do that with a chest, and it was it was brilliant. And then obviously for McGregor to get sent off as well, it was it was uh, two presents at once for Rangers. And you thought, oh, here we go. This could be this could be a, a right good day for us. Yeah, I got right excited, mate. Um, to see we went win one nil up, and uh, McGregor goes off. Look, it's a red. It's his second booking. It's it's a red card all day long. I don't know what he's doing. Um, but that's twice he's helped us in old firms, mate, to be fair. So I don't know if he's wangling a move to try and come to the most successful team in football, mate. I'm not really sure. But yeah, and it's really not like him. But I think it really sums up the frustration that Celtic obviously have within their, their ranks just now. That he's kind of making rash decisions like that. And there wasn't even an appeal from any of the Celtic players at the time. Everybody kind of looked at him and what are you doing? Well, why have you, 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 you should never be flying in like that. Uh, but yeah, to, to, for the ref to play it on, Kamar Roof just to turn his chest and to put the ball into the ball into the net, it's just absolutely, it's absolutely top draw. It really is. Um, but as I say, that happens. We're all thinking, right? Okay, Rangers settle down, control the game, and then we can see that really stupid goal. Um, the defending's just all over the place for this alley. I mean, it's it's. <laughs> you're just like, I oh, just give them a goal. I maybe we felt sorry for them actually. I mean, the whole thing came out of that John Joe Kenny, who is absolute dog meat, by the way, making an arse of, making an arse of a cross that nearly went in. McGregor had to tip it over the bar. That's where it came from. But our defending at set pieces recently has been woeful. And this was just, again, a simple ball in the box. Simpson's caught out. I think Barris is just caught out. I think he gets caught in the way of Goldson or something at one point, that big eye gets his head onto it, onto bloody French Eddie, what they call him. I think it was off his shoulder, off his head. We Davis nearly got to it. Nearly Most got to it. Nearly got to it, and, it, and it's in the net. And uh, You're always dangerous when you score a goal, especially Rangers. We seem to concede goals instantly when we <laughs> score a lot of time. And But to be honest, I didn't feel in any danger at one each at all. I honestly thought, I'll kick Rangers up the arse and we'll go and score again. And obviously that's what happened. I think 
what, what, what helped me with that, mate, and I, I 100% agree, mate, I didn't at one point think, oh, God, here we go. I thought Ryan Kent's up for this, Alfredo Morelos was up for it, Kamar Roof was blatantly up for it. Steve Davis was doing his thing in the middle of the park as he does, and I was in in really no fear that Celtic were actually going to be able to make a make a game of it. We gifted them that goal, mate, and I I just you were just like right, well, that was stupid. Let's kind of go again, uh, and it takes us on to a goal. I think we were all desperate to see, mate, um, a, a proper Alfredo Morelos goal, and for him to skin Scott Brown, mate, put it through his legs. Gets himself into the box and with his weaker foot, his left foot, hits the ball with some amount of power. Ayer turns away like a wee fairy uh, instead of trying to get himself blocking in. But uh, the keeper, Bain, again, probably should do better, but the, the kind of force it's been hit at. And Alfredo Morelos rubs salt into the wounds, mate, as you can see from his wee celebration. Buzzing for Alfredo. Oh, you couldn't have scripted it. If, if you wanted to script Morelos scoring a goal, I don't even think you would have scripted it as good as that. But for yeah, and it was and it was good play by Barisic down down the wing, and he he got it back on his if it was his right foot, and he crossed it in, put out, came to Kamara, back to to Morelos, and gets a wee bit of joy with through through Brown's legs, but through his legs, and I, like you say, lashes it with his with his poor foot, and that big iron man. I mean, he's the softest centre half you'll ever meet. He's a big shite bag, like you're saying. He ducks out the way of it, and Bain probably can't see because it's going that quick. To be honest, if he he should have stayed up and it might hit him in the face or something, but he shot it as always. And um, great goal by Buff and the celebration with the salt and that. I mean, that's going around Twitter. It's brilliant. I'll be using that all summer, but his wee cheeky face as well. It's I he's put that that trophy they were holding on to Morelos. Can he score against them to? Tilt well to bed now, and Scott Brown. I, I hope he knows who who was at the back post this time because that's what he said last time when Morelos scored at Parkhead. Aye, you'll know exactly who it was this time. So, um, nah, brilliant for Buff, and I thought uh, we could go on and give them a right good fucking pumping here. Yeah, I was delighted for Morelos, and uh, you can see how much it means to him. Um, obviously, he, he kind of got the monkey off the back of not getting his old firm goal in previous games, but. To, to do it like that, to score like that, to make it 2-1, uh, to, just to to beat Scott Brown as well, because he's who's trying to talk to him as much as he possibly could, and he probably tried his hardest yesterday. Then a wee picture going round the Morelos, doing like, the tears in his face. <laughs> Scott Brown is just it's absolute class, mate, and you really couldn't have scripted it. And Obviously, we go in at half-time 2-1, mate. At half-time, mate, I'm feeling very, very good about the, this, what the second half coming up. I was like, we'll give Rangers a wee chance to calm down and I fully expected Rangers to, to control the game in the second half, maybe add another goal. Um, but the, we'll move on to the next goal, <clears throat> which is Roof's second goal. Again, mate, this is why Roof plays. Um, I actually seen a clip of uh, Kamar Roof scoring a goal very similar to this, but Leeds um, is something that he obviously does and it's obviously something he's been worked on, but he does great work at the edge of the box. Might just get the ball out to the left-hand side for Barisic. He continues his run into the middle. Barisic puts it right in the middle of his forehead. Kamaruf meets it flush on the head and uh, makes it Rangers 3, Celtic 1. If I didn't love Alfredo Morelos as much as I do, mate, um, this would be my, my goal of the day. Uh, but I have to give it Alfie for the fact that he humiliated Scott Brown. But this is this is a terrific goal. And it's, again, so intelligent from Kamaruf. Yeah, like, like you say, I've seen him score similar goals to that and 
for Leeds, um, that documentary I watched, I think it was in uh, Amazon Prime or something, about Leeds, and he was, on, he was on that for quite a bit of it, but no, to spin in the edge of the box, put out a Borna, but not just to leave it at that point, to continue his run, and you always know Borna, he's going to find somebody at one point, that big diddy eye get drawn to Morelos at the front, and there's Kamar Roof just ghosting behind. Great. And he's just behind him as well. And he just cushions it lovely past Ben. And ah, brilliant goal. And he does that wee celebration with it. I don't know what it was to honest, but <laughs> I liked it anyway. I've seen that going around with a song in the background. It's uh, brilliant. And at 3 1, you're thinking Celtic's kind of dead in their feet as well. And I thought we could really go on if we wanted to. Because I thought it's the start of the second half, we had all the ball. They couldn't get out Celtic at all. But we were kind of. Not pissing about with it, but we weren't really motoring, going for it. And when we got that third, I thought, no, they're here for the taking now, definitely. Yeah, it could have been a cricket score. I was thinking exactly the same, mate. Um, but again, even at this point in the second half as well, once we'd went three one up, Brian Kent just started ripping the piss out of them, to be honest. Uh, especially as he spoke about the, the wee turner skill that he does against Taylor down the down the, uh, our right-hand side. It's... It's just unbelievable, man. It's unplayable. Uh, something like that, and Kent knew exactly that I've got every single one of these in my back pocket and none of these work anywhere near me. He tries to get the shot ripped off him as well by Elanusi. Elanusi tries to pull him back and he still can't even manage that. Just rips rips his shot, which leads to a shot from Kent. Um, it would have been good if Kent got a goal. I think his performance yeah. probably deserved deserved a goal. Simpson, um, he had a wee bit of a, a, a Tory time, probably only once against Edward, um, and that was at this point, and that's probably Celtic's best chance of the game, to be uh, second half anyway. Uh, he, Simpson kind of loses out in the kind of battle with him, and the ball kind of breaks to Edward, but his shot's pretty pathetic, and he goes wide for a corner, but I'll pause here, mate, so we, we were a wee bit worried about Simpson, um, the early booking obviously as well gave me a wee bit of fear because I was like, oh, again, it's not his fault, it's not a booking, um, but he, he gets booked and you start to think, right, just play it cool, do you know what I mean, don't do any, no rash challenges, um, obviously Edward was going to stick to him as much as he could um, and try and get one-on-one with him, but I think you've got to compare the, the kind of yellow that McGregor got uh, and then obviously the second yellow. Simpson wasn't in the game really after that and I think that's the kind of utmost praise to him. Um, I think he done well and I think it'll do him a world of good, the fact that he's got 90 minutes under his belt in an old firm. Yeah, that, I think a lot of Rangers fans had a bit of the fear when we seen him come in. And it's, like we said in the previous show, it's, it's not too, it's not that fair to judge him. Well, we've seen him in wee bits and bobs. He started one game before that. He didn't look brilliant. He's just came to the club. He was First of February, I think he came in, but I, yeah, I, I thought he was. I thought he was decent. I wouldn't say he was brilliant. I thought he, he was steady enough. He'd like to say he was nearly caught down there with by uh, that Edward. But yeah, no, he he done his job. That's what he was there for. I mean, he's to be fair. I mean, he's got Goldson beside him. Goldson would just talk him all the way through that game. He's I mean, Goldson been outstanding this year. And he, again, outstanding yesterday again. So he's he's got. A, in terms of a partner beside him, the ideal guy to just talk him through the game. And no, I, th- I thought he was good, Simpson. And like you say, he'll play he'll play away at um, Livingston on the carpet and then the sheep in the last game of the season. So I'll get him a couple of games. And no, I thought I thought he was good for a guy that a lot of Rangers fans thought, oh no, <laughs> this could be yeah. dodgy. I, I, I thought he was, um, no, I thought he was past March yesterday. I thought he was a solid, solid six, seven out of ten. 
Yeah, I don't think there was anybody under that. Um, being harsh on him would probably be, I would say, he's probably the, the lowest ranked of the, the players. But again, it's probably to kind of be expected as well. He's not played a lot. And he kind of gets thrown into the, at this game. And uh, no matter how much they like to tell you, it's a nothing game. Uh, this game was all about Rangers not getting beat, uh, in my opinion. But to humiliate Celtic like we did is brilliant. Um, Ayer then has a, a, a bit of a, a mazy run, a rush of blood to the head as he kind of runs up the park and gets himself into the box. But shows the kind of quality that he is by putting it into Rosette. And then Barris just goes down. Um, Looks quite, I don't know, he went down in pain. He was only passing the ball. I think we just need to hope that he's not out for the Euros. I think that would be a right shame for him. He probably deserves to go to the Euros. Uh, I say the rest of the season for us, there's only two games left. It doesn't really make a difference to us, to be honest. But I just say hope, I hope he's okay and uh, he manages to get to the Euros. And then a moment that... <laughs> uh, it's just, it's like written in the stars, this kind of stuff, mate. Uh, when when he brought Defoe on initially, I thought, well, Gerard's ripping the piss here, really, by bringing on Defoe. I thought he's just absolutely taking it out. And I did say, uh, I, I watched it with uh, my pal Jamie, and I said, I like, you know what, if um, he gets a chance, he'll score. But he didn't get the chance, he created the chance for himself. Um, I've been told we are deluded, mate, and that we are not as good a team as uh, we think we are. But with no disrespect to Defoe or his age, he comes off the bench, he outpaces Welsh, he turns him inside out and makes him look like Bambi on ice, mate, and then passes the ball into the net to make it 4-1. And you could see just what that meant for Jermaine Defoe. Yeah, that was brilliant. Like you say, I mean, the, the game, it was scripted perfectly for us. I mean, everything about the game, the Morelos, Defoe, probably last game he's going to play for Rangers in an old firm. Um, I mean, it all came for the boy Sorrow, who i seen the other week was linked with Tottenham. I don't know where that's come from. That's another one of their things they do. Gives <laughs> a ball away instantly. Need to give Hadji a wee bit of credit. Didn't even think about it. First touch and Defoe's away. And um, I turns that Welsh and said, that Welsh is pish, by the way. They've given him a four-year contract and they're pinning their hopes and him as their next whoever it is at the back who used to be decent for them but he's garbage if that's there if that's them going forward with him oh brilliant fucking sign yeah. him up for even more than four years but no 38 year old man turns him inside out and then just casually passes the ball in past Scott Bain it was brilliant and you could see from his um, his reaction the celebration how what it meant to him he probably never thought that was probably when he came up to Rangers. I think he said it. He wanted to score against them in the old firm. It's, it's the biggest game in the world. He's played a couple of games, but he probably thought his chance had gone. And to come on with a few minutes left, really, whatever he was on the park, to, to, to do that and the way it happened, I was delighted for him. And if, if that's the way that um, Jermaine Defoe bows out at Rangers, what a way to go for him. And with a league, league, um, with a league title um, winners medal as well, which he's never had that in his career either. So, no, I'm delighted for him. Absolutely delighted for him, mate. And if that is the the kind of last impact he has, then thank you, Jermaine. Um, and you deserve it. And you deserve the you you, you deserve your league's medal as well. Um, so obviously finishes four one, mate. An absolute dream day for us. Aye, Brooks. Um, I can say it's just so good that. They have got nothing on us right now, and I think it just emphasises the amount of work that they actually now have to do. It's it's brilliant. It really is good, and it, just to see that the kind of fruits of our labour or Gerard's the fruit of Gerard's labour is 
It's paid off now, mate. Uh, we are by far the best team in this country. Uh, 23 points clear, mate. 23 points clear. And no doubt they, they'll they drop points again, mate, because they're, they're defeated. That's a broken team right there. We have absolutely broke them. We broke their supporters. Uh, I listened to... I was working this morning. I listened to Super Scoreboard as well, mate. And, oh, but poor Mr Tate, if he's looking for a... <laughs> to listen to, he can listen to us if he wants. Um, it's absolutely brilliant. Um, so, well, I'll... It's hard to pick one, mate, but who you who you going to pick for your man of the match yesterday? If I could give it to the team, I'd give it to the team. Again, it was like a team performance. I don't know how many times we've said that this season, rather than picking one individual player. I thought, giving credit to a couple of players in the park, I thought Tav looked back to to the Tav we knew. Some of the balls he put in was brilliant. Steve Davis, when that McGregor gets sent off, just ran the show in the middle of the park. He's right up there for player this season. Now, I had a guy in my mind, and he's a boss hair off him, maybe above him now. And Kamar Roof, which... Got a hard time, came back, two goals, but I'll have to give it to Ryan Kent. Just entertainment value, they're shit scared of him. They'll be in every one of their nightmares last night, Ryan Kent. He's unplayable when he's like that. He's brilliant. And you look what he's done this season. He's added numbers to his games and goals, assists and the only thing he didn't get yesterday was a goal. He probably deserved a goal. There was one where Aribo took the ball off him at one point. I think he was going to shoot, which I think <laughs> he was frustrated about. But everything else in the park was brilliant by Ryan Kent. And a lot of teams will be looking at him. And if they want Ryan Kent in, in the summer, they need to pay top dollar for him. I'm talking £25 million, um, because he's outstanding, Ryan Kent. I really just hope he wants a crack at the Champions League. I think he is. I think he's bought into Rangers, like I've said before. And But no, for me, Ryan Kent, all day long. I think it's hard to disagree with you, um, to be honest, mate. I, he's just he's spectacular when he's like that. And you're right, entertainment value, the shithousery of him, the, the willingness to rub it into him, as, into him as much as he possibly can and constantly go at them and constantly give them a torrid time. Um, he, he was just outstanding he was unplayable and I will give it to Ryan Kent as well but I mean special mention to Morelos I thought he was great I thought Roof was really good and um, this is a Kamar Roof that we all want to see again Davis thrown about the middle of the park like he was out for a Sunday walk uh, back line was solid enough Goldson was good Tav looked decent Barisic was good in spells Kamara as well doing his job Aribo as well showing flashes of uh, absolute skill, especially the one down the left-hand side in the first half where he goes past about four of them. They're not even anywhere near him. The final ball just doesn't come off for him at that point. But yeah, I'm hard-pushed not to not to give it to And McGregor as well, I mean, for that save. He didn't have to do much else after that, um, but it has to be ranking. He just made Rangers tick yesterday and he just put us on the front foot constantly. So yeah, I'll go with Ryan Kent. So I... That'll, that'll pretty much do us, mate, to be honest. I say, I'm sorry to everybody, it's a day later than usual, but sometimes that's the way things are going to be, I suppose, when we want to enjoy our day. Um, so, Rangers are still on the unbeaten run, mate, and we could finish the season on 102 points. Uh, um, to everybody listening, and to you, mate, I know you you don't listen to them that much, but when they try and tell us that... Um, the Moon Howlers try and tell us that we're not a good team and um, we're not as good as we think we are and it's because Celtic are bad and Rangers are not that good. Just tell them to look at the league table, mate. And I, I said it at the start, mate. Celtic have fallen off the edge of a cliff. Yeah, they have. Um, 
But we've been spectacular. Rangers have been relentless, especially uh, in the league. Um, and I honestly think if Celtic were playing any, even anywhere near their best, I still think Rangers would have had too much for them this season. Um, I think we've just been the better team by far. The Cups should have been better, but league tables don't lie, mate, and it tells you everything you need to know when you look at that table. 23 points clear, mate. 23. Yeah. It's, no, everything you say is correct there, and... I said last week after the St. Johnson game in terms of it was really disappointing for us because we honestly thought we'd kick on and win that cup. And I said we need, we didn't need a lift, but if Rangers could go out and perform, they know we can. We know how they can perform against Celtic and do what they did yesterday. It doesn't erase what happened in the cup, but it just lifts us and it it gives them nothing. They have got if they'd won yesterday, it would have given them a slight bit of hope going into next season or they've finally beaten us, but they've done nothing. They've not even laid a glove on us this season. They're going into next season having to rebuild a full team. We, yeah, probably have to sell maybe two players and maybe bring three, four players in, but we've got a team there ready to kick on for next season. And it's there. It's been built now by Gerrard. It's there. We can now go on and cement ourselves at the top of Scottish football for hopefully years to come. And next season, like we said, we'll add a add a trophy to that as well in terms of the League Cup and the Scottish Cup. It's um, aye, can you see us now? They probably can't because we're that bloody far ahead, and it's brilliant. <laughs> and I just can't wait yeah. for this. I just can't wait for the summer. I'm waiting for the fifty-five parties and the pubs and everything. It's going to be brilliant. And yeah, bring it on. Bring it on, mate. Yeah. So that will do us um, for today. As I said, the. You're probably right, mate. We're probably far too far ahead for them to see us. Um, it's, it's brilliant. As I say, we couldn't really ask for any more in terms of the league this year. Uh, and now it's just on to the, the title party. So if you haven't already, please do subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, like the videos and also leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. It really does make a huge difference and it really helps support us. Uh, so Ali, thank you very much for your, your time today, mate. Um, I know we've got, I think it's next Wednesday or something we're playing in it. We've not got... Livingston, yeah. yeah. So we'll come back with something. Yeah, we'll come back and sub with something probably that's probably the weekend. We'll probably do something on the weekend, I'd imagine. Uh, but enjoy your week um, lording it over every time that you speak to me. <laughs> well, don't worry, I'll be giving it to them tight. <laughs> Cheers, mate. I'll see you later. Cheers. So Glasgow is blue. Um we are Club at 22, the Champions Podcast. We will speak to you all next time. We are the people. Cheers. Hey, hey.